Hey everyone, welcome back to the Holderman Style Podcast. My name is Joe Holderman. And I'm Jess Holderman. And today we're going to be discussing gardening. Well, yes. not necessarily. I will be discussing gardening. Jess will be discussing gardening. <laughs> because I don't know anything about gardening. Eh, you know a little. You know enough. I know I can build gardens. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good at the construction part. She's good at the actually growing things yeah. part. Well, so. depends. <laughs> it's hit or miss right now. But uh, yeah, I guess we, I just wanted to explain also that like we haven't posted a podcast in a while because we've had a really busy month. Uh, we've all been, been super sick. We missed one week. We, yeah, but it's also like days yeah. late. In oh, yeah. yeah. We are we are late this week because <laughs> yeah. we had a bunch of crap going on. Yeah, our lives just, well, man. And I, I think that, you know, when we first started the podcast, that was a big thing. Um, how how do we handle all of this? Well, sometimes things get pushed aside. <laughs> sometimes a podcast post, podcast posts on Sunday, not Friday. Right, yeah, exactly. And And being okay with a little bit of lateness in things that aren't, <laughs> I don't know, essential to living. Yeah. So anyways, with that... Uh, I guess we're going to go off into our um, discussion about gardens. So I'm going to start with my mom. Uh, she started gardening back in the 90s. Well, I mean, I'm sure she's been gardening longer than that. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> but when I remember it in the 90s, uh, we had this massive garden. Um, probably took up like a quarter of our yard. It was huge. And she could, in my eyes, grow anything. And it was... It, she made it look easy. And... I loved it, and of course I would uh, eat things out of the garden as they were growing, and I don't know. I don't know that we ever got a whole lot out of it other than uh, canning some stuff, I guess, at the end of the year. But anyways, uh, we also had a compost, which is a key element to gardening, in my opinion. (laughs) Uh, That's actually something you know, I feel like, more about... Not really. I just, like I mean, the, compost the is pretty, oh yeah, compost is pretty easy. Like, make sure it's dry. Like, if your compost stinks, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. That's really, and a lot of people juicy. are like, oh, your compost, well, yeah, but if it's juicy, it probably stinks. And like I said, Touché. if it stinks, you're doing it wrong. It's really not hard. It's just, you can't throw like, people it's think enzymes. you can just throw anything in there and you, right. you can't. Like, yeah. It's got to be plant-based or mineral-based. And not cooked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, let me get back to the the beginning. So I was super motivated. We had lived in Germany for a while on an army post. So we obviously, we didn't have a huge yard for a garden. I tried growing herbs and plants here and there, but it was all, you know, just little stuff. Cause there's only so much you could do in a 700 square foot apartment. <laughs> and then, uh, we moved here to Georgia and I'm actually, as far as States are considered, I'm from Minnesota. And um, I'm sure most of you are familiar with the fact that Georgia and Minnesota have very different growing seasons and different uh, environment in general, different weather. Um, It's like they're on opposite ends. I know. It's crazy. (laughs) So for me, moving from essentially Minnesota with that, that type of gardening background and then a little bit in Germany, um, like my opa had a, an apple orchard and stuff like that. So I'm expecting to, you know, come here and grow my peas and my corn and my and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, none of this is growing here for some weird reason." And then 
it's weird because you start to make the connection between obviously what grows here and what the local cuisine is. <laughs> yeah. So like up north, people don't eat collard greens. Well, that's because it doesn't really grow well up north. <laughs> Uh, watermelon's a big thing down here. That's to be fair, because it grows I've, really well. Yeah, some people don't know how to cook collard greens either. <laughs> that's yeah, a, that's a different thing. That, that collard greens are hard to cook well. Yeah, and if they're so not they're cooked not well, they're really bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so then I started to. We had to adapt uh, in a way. We had to start not really training, but um, adjusting ourselves to eating things like eggplant and peppers all the peppers yeah any any pepper especially spicy peppers just explode here yeah oh my gosh like i did our, well Go our, ahead. our first year trying to do a garden we planted cayenne and mm-hmm. jalapeno peppers and we still have not used all the dehydrated cayennes that we got from that yes. first year yeah i mean there's only so much you can do with them like you can um did you know that cayennes can, like, neutralize your blood pressure and stop you from yes. having a heart attack? I did know that. I'm like, whoa. And then it also, I guess, can slow a hemorrhage. Um, I thought that was yeah. interesting. Uh, yeah, like, I even took them to work. and like, well, I was giving them away to people, right. and we still had, like, big, like, three or four big gallon freezer bags full of cayenne peppers. Yeah. So when people think Georgia, they think, you know, peaches, peanuts, and uh, what's the other one I'm thinking of? Onions. Vidalia onions. <laughs> Uh, and they're all fantastic. But again, you know, that's not something we necessarily ate all the time or uh, we were used to having in our diets. So we got used to that. And then the pecans. Pecans. <laughs> uh, we did not have any trees, but my parents did when they had a house uh, out in the country. They had some pecan trees. Um, that was really cool, though. I really enjoyed having those Yeah. all the time. I mean, we got 40-pound bags of right. <laughs> A million of them. And they were delicious. Uh, so I guess I could say, like, when we first started, I got really discouraged. That's when we were living out in the rental house. So that yard was not ideal for a garden anyways. Um, but then we bought our house. And like Joe said, he constructed this. Uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It was like a raised bed. And then we put chicken wire around it because we had issues with the neighbor's cat um, using it as a I don't think box. it was just the one cat. I think we had Several. multiple animals using it. Probably, yeah. So we put chicken wire around it to to mitigate that a little bit. Right, but then the chicken wire kind of attracted its own creatures. We had a lot of spiders. Well, that and then the chicken wire kind of provided like a like support for weeds to grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so over the winter, the winter weeds got a hold of it and. Yeah, yeah, the dewberries here. So I didn't know that was a thing when we first moved here. Up north, we have a lot of uh, strawberries and raspberries that grow wild. I remember, you know, traipsing through the woods and being like, oh, look, raspberries. Um, and then here, I was like, those look like raspberries, but they're not. And I was really confused. Um, and it turns out they were dewberries, which apparently can be very good, but can also tear up your stomach. So just depends. <laughs> I just was always taught don't eat berries that you find. No. <laughs> That is a good... Because you don't yeah. know what's poisonous and what's I not. I mean, unless you do. <laughs> well, it, yeah, and if you do, but if it's like you move down here and you don't know the Oh, absolutely. The thing, just I didn't don't just eat go it. eat them. I no. researched it first, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of, I guess, the difference, you know, between a person who didn't grow up traipsing around the woods eating things. Like, I remember I was just I talking I definitely to... grew up traipsing around the woods. 
eating things? Obviously not. I was taught not right. to. Yeah. <laughs> my thing was, so I remember when my dad used to be a logger. Uh, he took us out to the woods one time and he tapped the trees. And we had our, I don't remember what my lunchbox was. It was red. I want to say it was like Spider-Man or something. I don't remember. Um, but we had these little lunch boxes, and he tapped the tree and hung our little thermos cups. You remember those? Mm -hmm. I don't know if they still make those, the little thermoses with the screw-off top. That's a, you know, a cute little cup for kids mm -hmm. at lunchtime. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like a little soup cup. Yeah. So uh, he hung that up there, and uh, we we got the tree sap juices. It was delightful. Pretty sure it's called syrup. Well, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's not really syrup until you process it. True. It's kind of just juice. Juice. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, I don't know a darn thing about the woods down here. Like, I would not go traipsing around here eating stuff. But I do know what dewberries are now because they were in our garden growing up our chicken wire and completely took over the whole thing. And then I got pregnant with Joey. So after our super successful... We had one year with uh, cucumbers and zucchini and squash. That was fantastic. And then the next year we did cayenne peppers, or maybe it was the other way around. I don't know. Cayenne peppers, jalapenos, and um, bell peppers. Yep. And banana peppers. I don't know. We had all the peppers. And they all grow. We had a bunch so of well. cross-pollinated uh, jalapenos that yeah. were red, bright, bright red. Yeah, we actually had a couple of squash zucchini cross-pollination, too. Those were interesting. They weren't very good. No, they weren't. They weren't very good at all. <laughs> So that uh, figuring out like the cross pollination stuff kind of made me start researching into things like uh, companion plants. And there's like these charts, you can find them online uh, for your uh, planting zone. And for those of you that aren't familiar with gardening, uh, there's different zones. You know what the term is that I'm trying to think of? Like climate zones? Yeah. Um, and depending on what zone you live in, depend, you know, that determines uh, what kind of plants you can grow in your garden uh, that will be successful. And then after you look at your zone, you can find out, you know, what types of plants go with other types of plants. I wonder if those zones correspond to the uh, the nectar flow zones charts that we use for the bees. I bet they do. Probably. Just, yeah. Well, yeah. she's looking that up. She's looking up the zones right now. Um, oh, I was actually looking up some examples of the, the companion oh. planting. Oh, okay. Um, because, so tomatoes. I don't like tomatoes, but they're very useful. Like I can make pasta sauces and canned tomatoes and pickled tomatoes and all that stuff. And I, I can eat them because I'm not weird and like tomatoes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but uh, in Georgia, they don't really do all that great unless you know exactly what you're doing. Um, there's a lot of issues with overwatering with tomatoes because they need like a very specific amount or they're going to have, um, you know, rotting and splitting and. Well, we had, cause we tried tomatoes last year and we had those, yeah. uh, those worms. Yeah. Oh my that gosh. We could never the get rid of. freaking army worms. Hmm. But, uh. There's these little, they start off at like, they're like maybe a three quarters of an inch long and they're like the width of a pencil lead and black. Yeah. And then they turn into these like two, three inch long giant Jerks. green things that just destroy the plant. Yeah. Oh, I forgot how so big like you they can't, get. Yeah. You can't see them until they're, I mean, you go yeah. out there and look for them, but you're not going to see them until they're already eating through the plant and they'll bite you. 
Yeah, I yeah, I don't like them. Um, but here, like so, example, it says keep tomatoes away from cabbage, beets, peas, fennel, dill, and rosemary. Well, every time I try to grow tomatoes, I also have peas and fennel and dill and rosemary and uh, these worms. You know, they'll they're attracted to those different things in an aromatic plant like the rosemary and stuff. They're gonna smell that stuff from far away. So. You want to put rosemary with other things that will attract the good insects. So I guess that's kind of the whole point. Well, not the whole point. There's a couple of points. So with companion planting, um, the aromatic plants are going to attract certain insects. And if those insects are good, then it's beneficial to the plant next to it. But if those insects are bad, then obviously it's going to eat them up. Um, And then also, you know, there's a little bit of cross... Not necessarily cross-pollination, but the the nutrients. So, like, if one plant uses a lot of calcium and the other one uses a lot of phosphorus, you want to make sure that you have a... You know what I mean? Like, they have to pair up so they're not both depleting all of the nutrients from each other. (laughs) Yeah. That's why you rotate. (coughs) Sorry. (laughs) Thank you for not doing that right into the microphone. Yeah, I was... Yeah. (laughs) I don't have to edit it now. Great. (laughs) Um, Yay, one take. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, this is a professional. We can say those things. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, I, I'm suffering from this head cold slash allergies. I don't well, know that, what Well, did you even. see the video? Um, Was it one of the tree videos? The, the, yeah, the tree. The, the, I think uh, Chatham County uh, um, Mosquito Control posted it. They were flying over. The trees. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it was like shaking and it was, or windy it was, or something. It was no, just the rotor wash from the helicopter oh. was pushing all the pollen out of the tree, and it looked like the, like you couldn't see the treetops. There was so yeah. much pollen. Yeah. It just created like a fog of pollen. So, on top of maybe having a little bit of a cold, we are also being just assaulted by pollen down yeah, here right now. Yeah, silly. The like pine trees are nuts. Rinse the truck off. Go back out there 20 minutes later, and it's yellow again. Right. So it's that's what we're dealing with. The bees love it. The bees are getting all the pollen they could ever want. Right. <laughs> um, but our sinuses are not. Yeah, that's killing me slowly. So anyways, back to where I was in my garden. So the one year we had the chicken wire and everything, and, and it kept the cats out, but it also, like you said, helped the weeds grow. And, and it made it harder to work in. And it was hard, yeah, and, like, you'd get all scratched up, and um, it just, the garden wasn't it was a big small, enough. It was a small, that was a, yeah, it was a small garden. It was like a like a four by eight At garden. Most, yeah, four by six even. It was um, pretty. So it wasn't tiny. a very big garden. It was just like a, it was a quick little thing that we decided to do one weekend. It's like, hey, yeah. we've been talking about it. Let's build this garden. So after that we decided, we realized that that was just going to be too small. We, uh, we built out one of the corners of our backyard. And I want to say it's probably like 20 feet by 10 feet now. Yeah. I'm not even sure. It's pretty, it's pretty good size. Basically I fenced in one of the corners yeah. of our yard, um, and built planter boxes that we plant in. The bees are also in there, which is yep. good that we had that space when we decided, when we started doing bees, cause we could keep... The dogs aren't going to run in there. The kids aren't going to accidentally right. get near. Like you got to physically try I'll, to get I'll in. I'll post pictures of it too. It's uh, like we just got the pre-made fences from Lowe's, and Joe um, did the concrete. Like yeah, dug some posts down and yeah. concreted them in. Yep, and what you have to do here because we have hurricanes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, and then uh, so we have those. 
Um, so we have a fence around it with a nice little gate, and you can walk in. There's a little table, and then our raised beds. Uh, we have three raised beds, and I think they're each two by eight. That sounds about right. Uh, three by eight, I think. I don't think they're that wide. Are they two by eight? They're two yeah, by. They're, they're two by them. eight. Um, yeah, two foot by eight foot by four, three foot. They're two two by eight stacked on top of each other. Yeah. I think. Or two by twelves. I don't remember. Built it like three years ago. Two by twelve. Yeah, the boards twelve inches wide on the. Uh, well, boxes, anyways, I'll take pictures. <laughs> yeah. So then, so Joe built that really nice, fancy garden. Um, after I had Joey, so I didn't garden for like a whole year because it just I was pregnant with him. Uh, I was due in August, so that whole summer I pretty much just laid in our air conditioning, crying to myself. I also <laughs> got our rain barrel. Oh, yeah. electricity so we water our garden with rainwater yeah yeah so that's another factor so we've got the garden um kind of understand you know the zones and the planting and everything uh so then you want to talk about you know the soil and how are you going to water them and you know every every place you go has different types of water and different types of soil uh but what's really beneficial for plants that grow here is to use the natural rainwater so one Earth Day, I went out to, I think it was Daffin Park or wherever it was, and they had rain barrels on sale. And so I came home with this rain barrel, and we had, you know, obviously we have lots of rain here, so that filled up pretty quickly. But then I would have to fill up the rain, or the... the Watering can. Yeah, the watering can, and then uh, walk it to the garden, which wasn't a huge deal, but I would have to make like... 87 trips <laughs> so joe was like let me get fancy and he used the pump from the birth pool wasn't yep. it yeah yep. we bought it when she had joey for the home birth we bought yeah. a pump to pump the birth pool out submersible and yes wasn't wasn't gonna use it again right <laughs> we bought it for that yeah so we decided he would just stick it in the rain barrel and he wired it all up and wired it to a switch and Ran PVC piping under the ground and super yep. fancy. There's a water. There's a water spigot in the, the in garden. the garden. So she just when she walks out there, she turns the pump on and opens the valve and has water in the garden. Yep. Yeah, that's way easier too. Uh, especially now that we've added the extra step of there being bees in the garden. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. And we have our composter. So now you know. Now that we've gotten further into it, uh, the compost. Like we were saying before, you have to put specific, like you, you want your soil to be, a, you know, the right nutrients for what you want to grow. So you have to actually be aware of what you're putting into your compost. Um, what is it? If you have that too much. Said, you can, you can put a lot of, you can put pretty much whatever raw, like, uh, if it would grow in your garden, you could put it in your compost. Right. Yeah. And also coffee grounds are good. Right. Yep. Um, um, eggshells are good. Yeah. If you have too much nitrogen, which would make it stinky, right? Sulfur would make Sulfur? it stinky. Well, no, I think it's nitrogen. When you put in, um, like green plants, if you put too much green in, then it'll, you know, it'll be too much. So you have to put in stuff like newspaper, which has a lot of carbon. Right. In it. True. true. Um, and then the carbon, if you have too much carbon in it, then it's going to be too dry. So you want to put in more. Yeah. Is it nitrogen? nitrogen is important for the yeah. plant for sure um i i know a lot of things that a lot of people don't think about either is you can't it, air has to be able to get to the compost yes like yeah, you can't it, just put it in a bucket yeah so like what we did is we went and bought 
like a just like a trash can, like a black plastic trash can, like a big giant one. Yeah. And I just drilled a bunch of holes in it. Um, and then we bought a, I think it's a planter that you put on like your porch to put like a, you know, flowers on oh, yeah, as the you metal. walk in. Yeah. And I pushed it all the way into the ground so air can get underneath it too. Yeah. So that way we air uh, and apparently kitty and cats. a cat. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to tell that? Yeah. Go ahead and tell that story. So That's I come home, one. I come home from work one day. And, uh, I'm usually the first one to get home f- for the day. And I came home, I let the dogs out and I, I was sitting, sitting next to the sink. I got myself a drink of water and I was just drinking it. And I looked out and both of our dogs were at the corner of the garden and they were pinned. Like they, they had found something and they were trying to get to it. And so I was like, oh great, there's, you know, something in there. And so I, I went out there, I called the dogs, put them in, went out there, and a cat had gotten its head stuck in the planter that the compost room was sitting on. Because it's not, and I'm still shocked that it even got in there. Right. The only well, thing I, mean, I can, it's a cat. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is that the cat was chasing like a mouse or something outside, and it went under that, and the cat, or the dogs chased it under there. I was going to say, there. or the Either dogs way. chased it. Um, but, but the yeah. cat was fine. It, I went and put my welding gloves on <laughs> because they go like three quarters of the way up my arms uh, and they're leather. Because this cat obviously did not know I was trying to help it. Um, I took the compost Freaking off and cats. popped the cat's head out and it ran off and I haven't seen it since. But yeah, yeah, that something to... Did not never never thought that was going to be an issue. And now the dogs are obsessed with yeah. going in the garden because they're sure, oh, that, yeah, they're sure cat that cat there. lives there, yeah. I don't think they were even trying to like eat it or anything. They were just like, friend, are you yeah, okay, I friend? I don't think they were trying to hurt it. Yeah. No. Aw, I just keep thinking of Dinky's sad face, just sniffing like, where's the kitty, mom? Yeah. Well, it left fur everywhere, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so we've got our composter out there uh, right in the garden. Um, we like we like to, we, we have to uh, constantly like stir and, and mix the compost so that you know it's evenly spread out and all of it has an opportunity to um decompose correctly it's it's pretty easy and that's kind of why we got the trash can is i just literally take the trash can and like roll it roll it yeah (laughs) like it's got one of the snap-on lids so i just push it over roll it around a couple of times and it's done yep nice and easy don't have to like use a shovel or pitchfork or anything crazy Mm -hmm. super tiny i mean i guess if you had like a lot of compost you might have to right yeah and know. i mean you can definitely build them um, well and, and we you know the the comp you shouldn't be using looking at compost as all of the soil like the compost should be like an right. additive to your soil right like supplements yeah. supplement yeah. and then uh so yeah so we got our soil and our water and we put our plants in and uh what year was it we had a hurricane come through one year when I had like eggplants out there and these eggplants, it wasn't an eggplant. It was an egg tree. Like this thing was sturdy. Yeah. It was, the stalk on it was massive. Two inches around. Yeah. I think I probably got cost. 15 eggplants off of it. That was fantastic. I don't know that I got a whole lot else that year, but eggplants for sure. And then last spring we got our bees. So I don't even, did I plant anything? We had tomatoes last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You're right. Was it? Yeah, I had it in a yeah. bucket. Never mind. Um, we did. Well, we had like two or three tomato plants last year. I don't think I had them in there with the bees, though. Yeah, we did. Oh, huh. I don't remember. 
I, I still yeah. can't grow tomatoes for the life of me. So they grow okay. They grow. <laughs> I we couldn't. We never were able to get rid of the worms. Yeah. Like once we, once those worms came in, it was just so hard to. And that's an example of an aromatic plant that um, really apparently attracts these things. I yeah. don't want them in my garden anymore. Yeah. No, they just destroyed. Like they were eat through the stalks of these plants. Yeah. Just destroy them. Isn't I forget what kind of worms they're called. I'm pretty sure me. they're army worms. Green horned worms, jerks, whatever you want to call them. But last year I did plant a lavender bush. Like it was massive. And I had, of course, our bees like that. And then I have green onions, which have survived six inches of snow. And like these onions are troopers. They're called horn worms. Okay. And they blend really well into the plant, which they do. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They destroy your tomatoes. I don't like them. I I fed them to the fishes. Literally, we have a pond back there. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, we just go back there, collect them, and put them in a mason jar, and then dump the jar into the lake. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. But anyway, so then uh, we got our bees, and I had my onions, and then we got too many bees, and then I couldn't go in there to garden, and then uh, one day I was like, wait, why don't I just put on my bee suit, and I can go garden that way. So now, this year, we have bell peppers, banana peppers, my green onions, uh, rosemary, and lavender. So not a lot of diversity, but a bunch of stuff. We have those stuff spicy are, ones. What are those called? There's Ooh. bell peppers and banana peppers. I don't know what other spicy. There's definitely spicy peppers between the swarm hive and no, the split. Those are, no, they're bell peppers. I'm telling not, you. It says okay. spicy on the tag. Well, maybe they're spicy bell peppers. I don't know. You're wrong. <laughs> They're going to be like surprise peppers. I think it's going to be a sweet bell pepper and I bite into it and it's going to make me cry. I got them because they were spicy. Uh, I picked them out. Brian, you're ruining my life. <laughs> your life. <laughs> um, uh, this is what I do with. Yes. Love you. So the next logical step after you plant everything is to get beehives. So <laughs> we have a fully functioning... Yeah, I don't, I don't need to rely there. on anybody for my pollination. <laughs> yeah, neither does anybody in a five-mile radius of us. Yeah, no, not at all. Yep. Well, I would also like to say that, you know, gardening has brought me a lot of uh, no, joy, per se, but it it's one of those things that I like to do when I'm stressed out and it calms me down. Um, a stress reliever. And I also... Really, am a firm believer that you know, you have to be out in nature at some point, you know, throughout the day, or if you can only do it a couple times a week or something, because it's just. Uh, I'm gonna sound like a complete hippie right now. Cowhorn peppers, those are spicy. Cowhorn, okay, whatever. Well, apparently we have those. Um, you planted them. <laughs> I really thought there were bell peppers, but you no, there are red bed, red bell peppers too. Oh, all right. So we're going to have cow horn, red We're going to have peppers. red spicy peppers and red not spicy peppers. Great. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Hopefully I put the I tags care. next to the right plant. No, I'm concerned. I feel like you'll know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The plus side of the peppers is That's only is a mistake a, that will be made once. Right, yeah. Apparently that plant is spicy. <laughs> um, that's another benefit, too, of having the garden fenced in. But I was about to go on a hippie rant here. Okay. okay? So hippie rant engage. (laughs) But no, I'm serious. Like we live um, 
these consumeristic plastic lives where, you know, we're constantly being polluted by noise and drama and things. And, you know, it's good to get out there and just think about the connection with the earth and, um, what are you, oh my God, Joe is drawing inappropriate pictures. Thank you for You're that. Welcome. You're welcome. You... the mood. Not my mood. <laughs> <laughs> and you're you're laughing, so obviously uh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, we you need to connect with nature, but not in that way. Jeez. Oh, speaking of which, um, connecting the inappropriate pictures and gardens. Did you know that May Fourth is Naked Gardening Day? Did not. Yeah, that I get tagged like... in that every single year. Every year, somebody's like, "Hey, Jessica." Yeah. People know. Yeah. I feel like that is just not a good idea in May. <laughs> not with a beehive in your garden. Well, that too. Garden. <laughs> For sure. I was, I was thinking just the sun in May is going to eat you up. You have sunburned booty. It's also May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Yeah. On naked gardening too. day. <laughs> what would you do if you came home and I was in the garden naked gardening with a bee veil on my face? Because I don't want to le- lose my eyesight, of course. <laughs> And maybe boots because I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure how. I, I, before we had the bees, I would have been like, whatever. But with the bees in there, I'd be like, that's just not a She's good idea. She's completely insane. Yeah. Hello, nine one one. I I would be very confused. <laughs> yeah. Before the bees, I probably would have been like, you're gonna get a sunburn. But now I'd have been like, you're gonna get a sunburn and then get stung on it. Oh, that sounds terrible. Right. Oh. Yeah, so anyways, Naked Gardening Day, not in Lakeshore. <laughs> Rest assured. Yeah. I mean, if we had space, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. I don't know why I was just thinking of this. There's a picture of me as a small child. Um, I'm not naked, though I did that a lot as a child. <laughs> um, gardening in my mom's garden, and there's a picture of Evie at school in her gardening club. And we're like the same age and she looks just like me and she's also wearing like this jumper. So it's really cute. She's just like you except like normal person size. Normal person size? I am I have fun size. Thank you. Evie's almost as tall as you. Yeah. Evie wore your shoes your shoes. Yeah. To her event yesterday. Yep. It's come to this now. She came downstairs and was like, I like these shoes. I'm taking them. I was like, where'd you get them? She's like, they're mommies. <laughs> I don't even know where she found them, honestly, because I had She's been She's obviously had them. her eye on them. Right? She probably took them they a while probably, ago. <laughs> I was say, they were probably in her closet. A little turd. That's funny. Oh, that's great. <laughs> we are way off topic right now. We are now. way off topic, yeah. Yep. That is what it is. Well, I guess another thing we like to do that involves gardens is every year for Mother's Day. I think it actually started the first year you made the garden for me. Um, On Mother's Day, we always get yard supplies and we work on our yard. We always get these comments, why aren't you napping? It's Mother's Day. And I'm like, yard work. It's the only time of year that I can really force all of you to come outside and and connect with nature. (laughs) Other than last weekend. Well, yeah, we did that last weekend, but I think that was more out of necessity. We haven't had mulch in our front for a long time. Speaking of the front, though, I'm really proud of those gardenias. They're, they grew from these little sticks that were propagated in Glenville by one of my parents' neighbors. And then I planted them and grew them into nice big bushes. 
You did good. Thanks. <laughs> and then that you had that one that we thought was dead. Right, and then it and came it's back. it's one of the nicest looking ones we have now. Oh, I'm so proud of that. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of my bush and show everybody. <laughs> uh, it's a very nice bush. I, You know what? I have a picture of that cat, I think. What? <laughs> You're going to post that picture too? Yeah, why not? The cat with his head stuck. <laughs> I think I have it. I like how uh, where your head's going there. <laughs> so look for the uh, kitty and bush oh, pictures later. Kitty and Bush. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, you know what's the best part about this right now is I'm picturing my mom laughing her ass off <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Yep, I do. Yes. All right. We got a cat c- stuck under the compost. Cat with its head stuck that's under what I the composter. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. We'll post them on, on yeah. our Facebook page, so be on the lookout for that. You know, I feel like we should start doing our live videos while we're podcasting. <laughs> no. No. We tried that. It's, just, it's so hard to stay on topic when you got people asking you questions that's during. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but speaking of which, if you do have any questions, let us know. I'm uh, not going to go into super detail on everything, but <laughs> we'll try to hit on all the topics, all the things. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think there's anything else I want to add at huh? this point. I enjoy gardening. I'm yeah. not, you know, I'm not a professional. I'm not, I don't know everything, especially moving from the Midwest to the Southeast. The Southeast. Yeah. Like this is so different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm learning. If you have any advice, let me know. <laughs> well, if that's it then. That's it then. All right. So <laughs> if you guys would do us a favor and like and subscribe to our Facebook page at Holderman Style. We also have a an Instagram now at Holderman Style. I don't think we that's new. Oh, uh, we could post our, our bush and yep, kitty we'll, pictures. We'll post there. those on Instagram as well. <laughs> um and if you would subscribe to the podcast, we are on Apple Podcasts. You can search for Holderman Style, find us like that. Or if you go to our website it's holdermanstyle.wordpress.com, and you will find a link called Podcasts, and all of our podcasts will be posted yes. there. And so. you can follow me on Instagram at jessh919, and I have a lot of our uh, podcast-related pictures and videos. Yeah. I actually just posted one that's so cool. It's this slow-motion video of Joe dumping bees into a hive. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, our uh, our main beehive, we uh, went through it last, last weekend. Yeah, I feel and like we it, talked about that a little. Maybe. We didn't get into... Oh, we did we like our video. live video. Yeah, we did a video on it. Um, but we, we had to we had to split the hive. When you do that, you have to add bees. Otherwise, they'll they'll just die. Right. Um, so, yeah, she took a video of me doing that, and it's in slow-mo. It's pretty neat looking. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, that's about all I got. You got anything else? No, I don't all think right. so. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.